Lamb <laughs> Brewing Company, Columbus, Ohio. I'm good at that. Oh, that's good. Did you like that? Were you recording that one? Yeah. Land Grant Brewing presents Land Grant University. Beers with the Brewers. Cool. All right. All right, everyone. Thank you for turning in to this week's episode of Land Grant Brewing presents Land Grant University beers with the brewers this is the thursday february 3rd episode we're recording this a week early we have a special guest we'll get that to in a second but uh, i'm adam one of the co-founders here at land grant on the podcast this week we have mr walt keys how's it going head brewer dan schaefer ahoy and special guest now, do you want? Is this your? Is this an official title? Do you want me to read it this way? But the special guest, Olympic gold medalist in curling, and NBC uh, Olympic commentator for curling, sure, Tyler yeah. George. Yeah. Good afternoon, gentlemen. This is a beautiful way to spend a, a work day for me here because this is technically work. So I love it. Well, we thank you for for coming down here. We're we're excited to have you and get into, uh, um, you know. Your experience at the last Olympics, what your experience is going to be at this Olympics, uh, because it is apropos, as this week we are talking about Bon Spiel, our, uh, our porter uh, that is returning. And uh, for those of you uh, that are longtime listeners or if you're first time listener, Bon Spiel's, uh, it's a curling tournament. That's uh, right. That's that's the that's the term. Yeah. And you didn't say Bon Spiel either, which is the incorrect pronunciation. Well, so, it, it. It, we uh we, we'll have to get a bartender out. Uh, that was we did a uh, beers with the bartenders one time, and there it was the best. Uh, how many mis uh, pronunciations of all of our different beers? And I'm sure they get that a lot too. So we'll, yeah. we'll do our best to push 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 people to the right pronunciation on that. So, but yeah, Bon Spiel. It is chocolate, roasty, and nutty. Is kind of how we would describe this, and it's it's easy drinking. So a lot of times people see porters and stouts and they go oh man that's gonna be thick i'm not gonna like that but this is uh we've all we've all already uh finished uh i think our first can of it so we'll, we'll, i think this is gonna be a pretty high on the crushability scale but before we we get too far down the road dan tell us about this uh here beer bon spiel so this is uh an english porter um which if you're in the uk it's just a porter um they've I think the BJCP uh, added that de- designation to try to uh, distinguish it from uh, American porters that are typically higher ABV, um, higher IBUs. Uh, this is 5.5% ABV, 27 IBUs. Uh, so Galena hops for bittering, tetanang on the back end for just a low herbal thingy. And then uh, the, the star of the show, all the malts um, are, are two-row silo malt. And then uh, some interesting stuff that we really like, um, the uh, Baird's Medium Crystal. That's one of our faves. Uh, it's like super, it's like a Heath bar, um, basically. Uh, pale Chocolate Malt, uh, which is superior to Chocolate Chocolate Malt. Um, it's kind of like, uh, I always describe it as chocolate chip cookie. Is probably the best way to, to describe that. Um, brown malt, which traditionally is what they used to make porters back in ye old days, but uh, brown malt today is not the same thing. Um, but I think we threw it in there kind of uh, as an ode to um, to those original porters. But it's um, 
very dry and roasty. And um, what else do we have in there? I think you got it all. Crystal? Yeah, yeah, you got the medium crystal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, I I think the thing that's really making it pop this year is uh, using a proper British yeast. So we used uh, Omega's Brit 5, uh, which um, uh, sort of a double duty we used uh, in uh, the Foggy Windows, the uh, double NEPA that we just released with uh, Derive. Um, Much more stone fruit heavy in that interpretation. We ferment at a lower temp um, when we're doing something like a, a porter so it's not quite as uh, you don't get those huge stone fruit esters but it really makes the malt pop and uh, you get that kind of that mil- minerality on the back end that sort of defines British style yeast but uh, I'm again you can usually tell how well something turns out by the um, number of people on the packaging line that have a side beer while they're canning and uh, that was pretty much everyone uh for this canning run so it, it turned out really well i'll tell you this year's version is i think we did a small batch last year does that seem right did we do a, like a yeah uh, i think we did a pilot yeah. like a smaller yeah. run and you know obviously this year we wanted to do it do a do a bigger batch and i'm super super happy with this beer it's mm-hmm. so good yeah the Doing the tasting notes, the thing that I get from it is kind of like a hazelnut coffee. Um, that's the you do get a sort of a low chocolatey nutty thing on the back end, but that's if I had to sort of describe it in a nutshell, I would say like a, a hazelnut dark roast coffee. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, it's also so um, pouring it out too. It um, the the note here uh, kind of looks like cola, and it, it it is a little more. Um, browner i think this year than it is more of a darker uh version in the past or if you've had uh, beard crumbs or any of the other stouts and porters that we've done um so yeah definitely that more classic uh, english style yeah it comes and, through know, on that sort of um uh, the line is disappearing anymore these days but you know what normally uh, at least back in crafty craft days uh defined a, a porter and a stout as the presence of uh, roasted barley so uh, there is no roasted barley, and that's just uh, usually in a, a porter, just chocolate malt. No, it's, it certainly is uh, delicious. And, again, I think everyone that's sitting at this table, my can is almost empty. I see, Tyler, you're, you're, you're down at your last sip. I'm eyeballing the two cans in front of me <laughs> while I'm finishing this one off. Yeah, I, I noticed you guys set them right where I could reach them. I, so. I would say I would say grab one. Nick's done with his if you guys want yeah. that, because I think our next question is the question... On, uh, on on everyone out there's mind. How crushable is it? How crushable is it? So, uh, Tyler, for your first time on the podcast, and anyone that's tuning in for the first time, crushability scale is uh, on a scale of one to six. Since it's convenient, since there's six cans in our uh, six packs. So, if you were at home tuning into the NBC Olympic coverage and you were responsibly or at a bar and you had someone that could uh, take 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 you home in an Uber or a Lyft or a designated driver, how much could you uh, crush of this beer in that setting? Uh, so, as our as our guest of honor, our special guest this week, I'll let I'll let you lead off and. How crushable would you say? Well, first, I, I hope that you are watching curling during the Winter Olympics and, and helping ratings and uh, telling NBC how great a job I did so I can uh, continue on in this uh, new occupation moving forward. Keep curling the most watched sport of the Winter Olympics as it's been. Uh, man, this is a really good beer. I, I told you guys before we came on that uh, 
Great Lakes Christmas Ale is one of my all-time favorite beers. And this is, uh, it's similar, you know, with that, that sweetness on the finish, that chocolate that, with it, uh, but a little smoother, a little less alcohol, obviously. So uh, Great Lakes is, uh, the Christmas Ale is not high on the crushability no, scale. No, no, You're no. You're not having more than a couple yeah, of those. Delicious but, beer, but yeah, yeah you've got to be real responsible yeah, about one. Way easier drinking with this one, and uh, but the flavor is very similar. Uh, I think I could probably have, I'd, I'd go maybe five, five crushers? somewhere in there. Okay. I mean, but I mean, really, five is six because if you've had five, you're gonna have the sixth one. Like that's like a, <laughs> it's right. like an accomplishment at that point. I, so I think so. So we're gonna get, we're gonna we're gonna put you on record for six. We probably just go with six. Yeah, I yeah. I really like this, <laughs> yeah. and I I don't usually have more than two three for a darker beer too, but. This one's just so easy drinking. Yeah, I, I, I think I, I probably could hammer a six of this, yeah. All right. We got a six. Walt, well, I just at? went and grabbed six more. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, who am I to disagree with the, with the gold medalist? So I'm going with six. Dan? Yeah. And, you know, we say there are no wrong answers to this question, but anything less than a six is a wrong answer for this <laughs> beer. This is a six. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say uh, we're going to ding that bell, and this is a uh, – Unanimous six crusher because, uh, yeah, I'm reaching for my second already, and and and, 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 and we're and we're getting right, we're 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 getting after it here as as we're recording, and um, yeah, this is a. It should be so we're recording on a Friday. Yeah, we're week, recording so. on a Friday afternoon, which, uh, which can be yeah. known to influence the crushability yeah. scale. I, I, I'm coming off of uh, two days of, uh, of American Outlaws and and U.S. Soccer, and then going into uh, curling activities, so. Um, it's it's uh, it might be a little hair of the dog for me as well. You're certainly not going anywhere down on the drinking scale, going from soccer to curling with the people <laughs> you're drinking with. As, and, and 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 that's a good lead-in. Um, one of the things as we started learning about curling and, and and Mark, former former podcast host, who probably would have loved to be be here for this episode. He was here for the the, the 200th episode uh, last or two weeks ago. Uh, how in the, in the rules uh, it, the 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 losing team buys the winning team a beer is the is that opposite. opposite the winners yeah. by the losers winners by the losers yeah good sports. I, I've seen a few intentionally missed shots in my day uh, to get that one <laughs> round if you got to get out the door quick afterwards but but we we always say yes it's the first round that they buy because very rarely is there one round after a curling game uh, if you're playing league. <laughs> So it is tradition for the winners to buy the first, but it's uh, it's usually the first of many. Yes. Well, that's well, that's great, and um, and, and and we do want to give a, a shout out to our friends at the Columbus Curling Club, uh, who 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 are uh, um, the reason really that, that that Tyler's down here and and joining us. We got we got Nick here. If you if you want to yeah, if you want to say hello uh, as well, it's uh, uh, you know. We've been doing this beer a couple years. We had Jeff on the podcast uh, a, a little bit ago, and, and I know we've done some curling down there. But um, excited to you know to, to continue this with our with our little mini mini keg curling. But uh, if you even want to give a of how folks can find you guys, yeah, thanks for bringing me, you guys. Like first and foremost, um, just to thank you to Langer. You guys have been fantastic on uh, helping us make uh, this weekend with Tyler happen. Really excited for everything that's going to take place here tomorrow. Um, and I got to be honest, it was very, very cool for me to walk out, see your keg curling, and probably for the first time in the history of Columbus Curling Club, uh, see a local establishment here promoting us and driving people directly to our club. So we are uh, we're a nonprofit. We're all member run, member funded, and member built. So to have the help um, from land grant to be driving people to us, especially in what is the biggest time for us over the next four years, has been fantastic. So thank you to you guys. Yeah, no, I mean, 
it, it, you guys have been carrying our beer, and that's and, and so that and that's been awesome. And again, had us out uh, a couple years back, and yeah, I think we won the first. Uh, I think I don't know if it was the first, but we we are defend well not defending champ. We're one time champions of the. Columbus Brewery bond spiel. We'll, we'll give you the opportunity to defend that at some point. We'll make sure there's another opportunity <laughs> yeah, the, uh, for you to our, come out. Uh, we've got our little trophy up there in the uh, yeah, in a little, the trophy little, case, little stone yeah. black uh, mm-hmm. that, that we won from that. The, I, I assume Brewery we're the number spiel. one. I assume we're the number one purchasers of bond spiel as well. I so mean, if we're yeah. not, yeah. I really want to meet the group that is. Please, please, please yeah. put us in touch. Those are our people. If it's not us, yeah. Well, and and so for the, those of you out there that may be coming down, you might have a, uh, a reservation out on our our little curling rink. Um, we, we do have some information out there uh, that you can scan a QR code and, uh, and takes you directly to the Learn to Curl clinics that are going to be happening at the, at the curling club here in the next uh, few weeks. But if you want to, uh, yeah, that, so find that out there. And we're, 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 we're excited. This is a, you know, it, it all started as uh, a, an idea that everyone uh, was like, oh, Adam bought something. Adam <laughs> went out and bought something weird again. And uh and we can't believe the response people have had in it. So it's it's super awesome to see what it's turned and, into. And too. even the participants that are involved, uh, if you walk by and, and you're just uh, you know a, a spectator, I was taught how to play the game today by somebody that was playing you know, while <laughs> we're going by. So it's good to get a refresher on the rules. You know, having been retired from the sport for a while, uh, it appears that keg curling is very similar to regular curling. So if you can come out here and uh, compete on the grand stage with Land Grant. Uh, you probably are going to be eligible for the 2026 Olympics. There you too. go. We're that, gonna, that's We're going to find some new Olympians here here in Columbus, Ohio. So, uh, segue in. Tell us tell us about your history. How, what what got you into curling? You're, you're from Minnesota, right? Yeah, so, Duluth, Minnesota. And uh, I'm sure there's a lot of ice around there. And uh, and yeah, if you want to give us your backstory. Yeah. So I grew up in a curling club. My parents both curled and uh, they ran the club in my hometown when I was born so I was literally raised in a club so it's not like I ever saw curling on television or a friend did it and I thought oh that'd be fun it was just always there you know it's just always been a part of my life and in my blood so I grew up playing the sport my sister grew up playing the sport Uh, she's younger than me and she beat me to the Olympics by 12 years uh, so I had a lot of catching up to do, but the, that gold medal helps on that. So when you, when you trade off on who's whose sibling going through life, uh, she, she's got a tough one to trump after, after <laughs> yeah, I got that. It's hard to but, argue with a gold medal. Yeah, yeah, she's got a world championship. I got a gold medal. So, I mean, we're, we're doing all right. But, yeah. uh, no, it's, it, it's the, just the most wonderful group of people. You know, if you've been involved in the curling community at all, you know that uh, if you're in a curling club, you're family. You got to... Uh, friends anywhere you go that has a club and that never changes at any level the sport uh, from the time you start to the elite levels and uh, yeah just so thankful it's been a part of my life even outside of the successes that we've had well that's fantastic yeah it's uh i, I know uh last olympics uh you know we we had everyone glued uh to our taproom tvs uh on that on that gold medal match uh and you know it's uh, uh exciting i i feel like we had a watch party too um I don't know if you guys were here for that. I'm pointing at Nick because you know everyone can see us right now uh, out there <laughs> listening to this podcast. But uh, yeah, it's um, you know it's it, it, it's a, a sport that has a lot of excitement too, and something that um, you know it, most people that grew up in Ohio aren't really exposed to it as much, and so it, 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 it it's been very cool to see the growth uh, in, at our friends at the club as well. 
Yeah, we've done a, a couple viewing parties here uh, with you guys, and it's always fantastic, A, to have the ability to come out and promote the club here, but probably the best part is when people walk in on an average uh, Friday or Saturday night to Land Grant, and they see a group of us in the corner actively screaming at a curling <laughs> match, and like, what the hell is going on at Land Grant tonight, uh, and who are these people? We always get phenomenal reactions uh, when we've been here for those. People come up and start asking us, who are you, and why are you here watching curling? We've actively recruited members uh, at Land Grant at those at those events so yeah we've done them and they've been a blast every time that's great yeah so tell us too tyler so i, I mentioned it on the open but uh so you're going to be on the on the nbc broadcast which is it's got to be real exciting to be i mean as you said you retire but to be able to still be part of the sport and uh and and, and add add to the the olympic broadcast yeah and, and since the uh, 2018 games i retired after that season uh, i've still been involved with the sport in uh, as as an ambassador uh promoting the sport traveling the country places like columbus it has always been one of my favorite places to come and, and hang out but uh yeah it's growing in, in areas of the country where it didn't even exist uh before 2018 so i have stops coming up in uh, alabama florida south carolina texas uh, california uh, new mexico even uh, it's it's amazing to see the impact that something you accomplish has on something that you love so much uh, and now getting to transition hopefully uh, long term into uh, broadcasting side of things there aren't that many opportunities for curling with broadcasting but the more popular sport gets the more those things pop up and uh, it's been really fun for me uh, in starting with this position that I get to interview my old teammates so I we've had some calls uh, leading into the games and I get to ask them questions where I know the type of responses <laughs> I'm going to get but I got to cue them up for it yeah so I, I'm going to get better quotes than anybody else is going to get with this and I still have access with uh, players from other countries too so uh, you know my net is wide with these things so hopefully that impresses the big peacock and the stuff that i can carry on down the road too but I, i'm really enjoying it so far so who, who are the favorites going in is, is it a defending gold medal is you are the is the u.s team the favorite going into this olympics or uh, i don't i don't think the odds makers would have them as the favorites uh, i think that they're probably the most mentally prepared of any country that'll be competing here just because they have the gold in their pocket and uh, that takes pressure off for them. For a lot of uh, other sports or competitors, I think having expectations raises pressure. For these guys, everybody's expecting them to do well now because of their success the last time around. And no matter what happens, they got a gold medal. They still got it. Yeah, yeah they you, still, you they can't can. take it away. Yeah. You know, if you if you finish tenth in this tournament, they don't say no. You got to give the medal back now. So they they're playing loose. You know, they. I, I think. Of all the teams going in, uh, their their mindset will be the strongest. Uh, uh, if you're going by uh, betting favorites, if you're just looking at the board, then you're looking at uh, Great Britain, Scotland, uh, Canada, Sweden will all be in the mix. Uh, they're all uh, world champions or uh, Olympic champions in the past, too. Uh, I think uh, uh, Great Britain's team, Scotland, is a, a world silver medalist, but they've been the best team on tour the last year. Uh, you got Switzerland as the bronze medalist from the last games. Uh, I, I think really the, the top five are the ones that actually have a chance at getting on top of the podium. That'd be the U.S., Switzerland, Canada, Great Britain, and uh, Sweden. But uh, it's it's tough to pick. This is the strongest Olympic field I think we've ever seen. So it's going to be a lot of fun to watch, and uh, I'll have the best seat in the house. Yeah, Pump for it. That's that's awesome. The the one thing that I wanted to know, and leave it to me to ask a stupid yeah. off the wall question, but it seems like there's such like decorum 
out there, and everyone is so nice. Does anyone ever actually talk smack during a game? You don't hear it very much during games. Between games, <laughs> then you'll hear a lot more of it. But and it's usually from familiarity. You know, not like somebody you'd never played before. Then you're gonna like get in their face or whatever but the guys because we're we're so tight with the other teams on tour and from other countries that that's where the trash talk comes from is you want to beat your buddies more than you want to beat anybody else Mm -hmm. and there are certain guys that do it better than anyone else when it comes to that uh chirping trash talk things like that but most of the time like we play fantasy football with the canadian guys so most of the chirping we do is in the fantasy <laughs> league and not in curling because it's it, that's cutthroat like you, the fantasy league is way more cutthroat than the actual like competition on the ice do you guys have a good like losers trophy uh bet with them <laughs> yeah. uh, in that league i don't think we really have anything like that no but when you see each other all the time like on tour then I mean, we're we're talking about our fantasy teams like before we play each other and things like that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's that's most of the trash talk is is coming from those things. It, with curling, like you said, like the decorum with the the politeness, I guess, and the sportsmanship of the sport. It is a gentleman's game. Uh, I would compare it to golf in that respect. But you you really want to beat the guys you know more than anybody. Even the Swedes we played for gold. Those are very good friends of ours. Two of them are at my teammate's wedding the previous summer, mm-hmm. and you know, we Facetime them the the day before the game. You know, like just sitting around watching the Browns Mellow game, and we're just kind of like getting in each other's heads a little bit. You know, <laughs> yeah. so even like the when we had the uh, practice the day before the gold medal game, they went for first practice. We had second, and. As we're loosened up, getting ready, I take my phone out and I start playing every Swedish band I can find as loud as I can on my phone. So we got ABBA going, we got Ace of Bass going, you know, and I'm hollering across the rink to the guys while they're playing too, like, oh, you got a little extra heat on that one when ABBA's playing, you know, and and it's not really like intentionally getting in their heads, but it kind of is at the same time because we're showing them we're loose and we're relaxed and we're ready for this. And they're kind of white knuckling a little bit, like they're tight. So, like playing up the fact that we're that much more loose is kind of getting in their heads. Yeah, it's, it's so there's, there that, was a yeah. purpose to it, yeah. but it wasn't anything like outright, like nefarious. nasty, yeah, 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 or yeah, nefarious, exactly. But they knew exactly what I was well, doing. Great. I knew what I was doing. <laughs> but you're just good enough friends that you can get away with it. So that's the best part. That's awesome. Well, I mean, that's probably why uh, curling and, and beer and breweries. Uh, get along so so well we talk about it all the time uh like if you wouldn't find us if, you, if walt's not at land grant hanging out he's probably at seven sun or wolf's ridge or one of the other local breweries that it's uh you know we we like to compete you know with to try to win medals and it's it's it, but it's fun seeing them have their success and uh and and when we were just at our ohio craft brewers conference and half the time it's it's almost cathartic just to be hanging out with with them yeah we don't yeah. view them as competitors really as yeah we're all so this. when they when they award these things when they give the medals did they give you like a physical award yeah like yeah. a med- so they give gold medal yeah you oh, go so you, you have to go in wearing those medals then to their <laughs> yeah, brewers yeah, 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 you, yeah, you, you guys do, do that, that right tell me you do yeah, I, I, no one does I don't, I, no one, I don't think anyone that would be a great thing just like oh, yeah, to, I, yeah, would, yeah. I would come in with a John Cena <laughs> the champ is here shirt wearing the medal yeah. playing the theme song oh my god yeah you you have to take advantage of that. Yeah. That's a must. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. And this beer might be the one that does it, too, because this is really good. Are we submitting this to anything, Dan? 
don't know. I know we were. Uh, there, We've there got were best, some best of craft beer coming up. It there might were be. some, yeah, porters and stouts on one of them that we were yeah, doing. I don't, I don't know. know. Well, you might have just seen. Might have just uh, planted a planted so, a seed in his mind there. So we should. Well, we're gonna we're gonna start. Uh, we 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 have a uh, question from a listener. Uh, long time. Uh, he was mentioned on our our two. On episode 200, as uh, a, 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 and, and Jeff actually brought it up to me that thanks for the shout out uh, for like the four people that we named that we think listen to this podcast weekly. But uh, he's live here as a as a as a member and on the board of the uh, Columbus Curling Club. And you're are, are you currently president or is Nick uh, what, uh, chairman of the board? Yeah, we need some like talk about walk up music. This would be. We need some sort of like with the chairman. The <laughs> you need chairman one of these of the jackets board. that says chairman of the board. So I do have one of those jackets, and as Nick reminds me, so Nick and I play on the same team. Typically, when we're in the same room, he's calling the shots. Except when we're on board meetings, and then I'm in charge just for a little bit. <laughs> then, so. then it goes. Then it goes to you. All right. What's what's your question, sir? So my question is actually going to be a question for Tyler. So based on the label for Bonspiel Porter, there's there's a play in action, and and as we can as best we can tell, the the team with the gray stones are sweeping down the ice. The the image looks like it's from the perspective of the skip. So I'm curious from Tyler's perspective, what's going on here? What shot was called, and maybe what's the what's the next shot? Like what are we thinking happens next on this beer can label? So, there's two options with this shot on the can, all right? Now, if we're playing conservative... I mean, as the person who made this label, I'm now really stressed out. <laughs> gonna, it's, it's a scientific accuracy. Right, well, before we get into the two, the two options, I, I think it's very interesting that the two people that are apparently teammates uh, playing this game... One of them is wearing the exact same color as one set of rocks, yeah. and the other one is wearing the same color as those set of rocks. Now, we never really dressed to match rocks when we played. Uh, You're not wearing that. The, we, we didn't the always have. Suit. We didn't always have red and yellow outfits. No, yeah, it's usually not teal versus gray. But yeah, the, the gray and the teal. It, it looks good. I like the the tracksuit style. But but yeah, the two options here. I mean, if you're playing conservatively, then you'd be playing a draw and trying to outcount both those two green stones to score one point for we'll call them gray uh if you're going for the gusto though if you're if you're playing for the kill you're trying to kill both those green stones on the left side because it looks as though if you make that double gray scoring four so if you're going for the throat you're you're playing the double and trying to kill them both now does teal have another uh um opportunity would, would they have another uh there's only three teal on there right so yeah, we're, we're we have to assume that teal has one more rock, unless unless the, the other ones have off. been thrown and we just don't have them on can on screen, whatever we want to call <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. So we yeah we don't know how many have been thrown, but yeah, it, it, I, I'm playing the double personally. I'm I'm trying to kill both those. I think you've got enough of that top one that you can kill both teals. So if you're looking at a can right now and you're listening to this this podcast, you, you're trying to take both of those teal rocks off and it's also interesting that the rocks are colored on the sides as opposed to the top too so so <laughs> it, artistic it, it, might, it, it might be like the different type of rock <laughs> for both these like some kind of shale or something with those gray ones and yeah. i don't know it's which like, would explode on contact yeah, so i'd like know? to see that hit. Well, they got green granite out there right yeah. uh, you just uh it's just mined from a different uh, different quarry <laughs> than, than the than the standard uh, uh, curling rocks 
It's a special Columbus uh, type of shale. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, that's great. So when Walt, when you're now going to probably have to, with, with the whole land grant rebranding, <laughs> you're going to spend the same amount of time. Yeah, I'm going to have to. You, you now have a, uh, a, uh, a, an expert to, to, to lean yeah. on on when you're, uh, when you're sending off uh, your label design for next year. Yeah, I, I can't say that I ever thought that the label would re- receive such uh, critical analysis, but... Uh, I will. I will take all of these these notes, and maybe we'll maybe we'll update it for I next. Don't, I don't year. know if we talked about this on the podcast, but I had this conversation <laughs> with someone recently, and it was how. And, and speaking of broadcasting, uh, golf tournaments used to because it would could get really quiet. They used to pipe pipe in uh, bird noises to add to the color. Uh, and uh, there's uh, I don't know what tournament it was or whatever, but there's a there's a famous story where a birder. Uh, called into CBS or NBC and said, "Like I'm listening, and this tournament's in Georgia, and I heard a call of a bird that is not even close to being native to the southeast southeastern United States. Um, please explain what how that happened." <laughs> and 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 then and, and turns out they had been piping in uh, bird noises. So you, you you never know you you what kind of expert you're going to see yeah. analyze your, uh, your your craft here. So that was great. I appreciate that. Well, thanks. Jeff, for but you, you you have plenty of Land Grant University T-shirts. I think uh, you've hit your allotment. So uh, if we if we I don't have we ordered new ones with the new logo? We've got some new ones. Oh no, I mean Lang, Land Grant University. Oh no, no, yeah, we might have to get this. Yeah. We'll, we'll get one for everyone. Yeah. So, well, thanks for that. And uh, any other any other thoughts, Tyler, from you? We so we're going to be actually launching this podcast it'll come out next thursday so you would have already had your amazing time hanging out at land grant saturday night um because we know it, it was amazing what, what was your favorite part about that <laughs> <laughs> oh man that, that part where uh that guy made that one shot oh. that one time and i told him he couldn't do it and then i drank a beer yeah, yeah, that yeah. was well, pretty he good. Bla- they did a black flip, which we we didn't advise. Uh, they said it could be dangerous on the ice, but one, yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty crazy. Yeah, no, but, it's a, it, it's been really fun hanging here today, and uh, you know, anytime you get to sit and have a beer and just hang out with some guys at a brewery is a great way to spend an afternoon, regardless. So well, we're, we're we are super appreciative for you being on today for 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 coming out. To, uh, what will be tomorrow for us, and and those of you in podcast land would have been last week. Uh, so, um, you know, we're, we're, we, we uh, can't wait to hear you on, on the NBC broadcast and know that we have a, uh, uh, a gold medalist come through the brewery. This is, you, you would be our first gold medalist that I, that I know of. I don't, I don't know of any other gold medalists that would have uh, snuck in. I like to keep that stuff under wraps. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Your, 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 yeah. your past life. Like, it's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was big into downhill, you know, in my teens. Yeah. So yeah growing, up, growing up in, uh, in, in, in central, uh, central Ohio. That's right. Yeah. There's some hills yeah. down there. I'm like, yeah, you're Lancaster, right? Well, mm-hmm. I mean, I always say, like, if you can, oh, yeah. if you can learn how to ski in Ohio, you can probably ski anywhere. It's like skiing. Like, I grew up in worked at a ski the, the ski resort Boston Mills Brandywine in, in, in outside of Cleveland and uh, half the time it's like skiing on an ice rink so you can you can be a pro uh, coming out of that so yeah but yeah no thank you so much for being on uh, and, and all of you out there in uh, in podcast land make sure to tune into the NBC Olympics coming up here 
uh, yeah, I'll opening get, ceremonies. Yeah, I'll do a real. Yeah, I'll, I'll just do a real quick yeah. rundown. You know, and we'll we'll, we'll be mindful of time here. But uh, yeah, Friday, the Winter Olympics opening ceremonies. Uh, we'll have them on. We'll have the primetime broadcast on of that in the tap room. So come on down, have a bond spiel, uh, watch the opening ceremonies with us, and then uh, we'll we'll have the Olympics on throughout. Uh, you know, in the next the next few weeks. So yeah. And anybody in the Columbus area interested in trying out the sport, please come on down to the Columbus Curling mm-hmm. Club. You can check out columbuscurling.com and find uh, their learn to curls that they're going to have. There's going to be a million of them coming up with the Olympic exposure. Uh, but I would sign up early because these things end up packed for months after the Winter Olympics. So please come on down, support the club, check it out. Uh, you're probably going to think it looks really easy from how they make it look on television. It's not the case, but you can certainly come on down and check it out for yourself. It's not easy, but it's a lot of fun. And if you're down here curling and you think, wow, this is fun, I want to try the real thing, we've got banners up with QR codes. We've got handouts with QR codes. So you can just sign up for your Learn to Curl on the spot, online, um, and, and just keep it going. And you got four years to uh, to train to see if you can uh – you can meet, uh, meet meet Tyler's feet of uh, of getting a gold medal, or just or just making the team, or just make a bunch of new friends at at the uh, at the Columbus Curling Club. So thank you guys for joining mm-hmm. us this week. We really appreciate it. Thanks to everyone out there. Get yourself a bond spiel in stores and uh, at the tap room, mm-hmm. and uh, come on down and watch the Olympics. And cheers, everyone. Yeah, thanks, Adam. Yeah. Appreciate it, man. Thank, thank you. To cheers. Bartenders.